Well, today is communion Sunday. And Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11, 23, for I received from the Lord that which also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take ye, this is my body in which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner, he took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you remember, uh, uh, drink as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as after as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. You know, I want to talk a little bit about what he did on that cross. You know, actually, if you want to give this a title, you can call it touched by the power of the cross. And I didn't know they was going to sing those songs, but man, it goes right along with what I'm talking about. You know, I don't know, some years ago, I never watched it. I saw it or saw clips of it and stuff. It was a television series called Touched by an Angel. Anybody ever see that? You know, uh, that depicted people's lives that had been changed for the better by the touch of the angel. Well, I want you to realize something. Every one of us have been touched by the power of the cross. And anyone that is willing to accept the Lord Jesus as their savior can be touched by the power of the cross. As we're partaking of communion today, we need to, it says as often as you do this, you do in remembrance of me. We need to begin to, to, to look out and see that we have been touched by the power of the cross. We don't live at the cross. We come through the cross, but we are touched by the power of the cross. We don't worship the cross. We worship what happened on the cross. He's not on that cross anymore. He's not in that tomb anymore. But he's sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. Christ died for you and me when we were yet sinners. He died for us before we ever came looking for us. We had to come looking for him. He came, he gave his life. You know, Christ, the power of the cross actually is in one essence, we could say the power in the cross is health. We could say the power in the cross is life. He's, you know, John 10 said, I want you to have life and have it more abundantly. Why? Because of the power of the cross. The power of the cross is protection. The power of the cross is strength. The power of the cross is provision. The power of the cross is eternal life. 
You know, without the power of the cross, none of those are available. We are doomed. But because of the power of the cross, we have life and have it more abundantly. You know, what we could not attain for ourselves, Christ obtained it for us through the power of the cross. Like I said, the power of the cross is healing. The power of the cross is security. The power of the cross is anything that we need. It comes because of the power of the cross. You know, there's an old course we used to sing. He paid a debt I did not owe. I, uh, I owed a debt I could not pay. Jesus paid the debt that we never could pay. We rather realize that the life we live is because of the power of the cross. We don't ever, we, we, we think about the cross and we think about the crucifixion and we think about the blood and it, it, it's all there, but actually that is the power of the cross. All the things we talk about, the shed blood for the remission of sin, his body being beaten and broken for our health and our healing. It's all because of the power of the cross. Turn to your neighbor and say, the power of the cross. Say this with me. I live and have my being because of the power of the cross. Anybody, anybody starting to get a hold of what I'm trying to talk about this morning? You know, somebody said this. I don't know who said this. Upon a life I have not lived and upon a death I have not died. Another's life, another's death, I stake my whole eternity. That's a good statement. We're living a life that we were not supposed to live. Because of the power of the cross, we have eternal life instead of eternal damnation. You know, our whole destiny and everything that we believe rests on the power of the cross. Come on now. Without the power of the cross, there's no salvation. Because he said, without the shedding of blood, there's no redemption of sin. But you go back with the blood and you talk about the blood and we sing about that blood. But actually you've got to go back all the way into Egypt. And Egypt is a type of sin. And you got to go all the way back there and see the Israelites that were in bondage 
and you were in bondage to sin. And Egypt is a type of that. And it was when they ate that special meal that became a Passover. And they put the blood on the top of the door and down each side of the door. And the death angel came over and said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And they were to commemorate that with with a special feast every year. And they did. But on that night that we just read these scriptures about, Jesus was, they were at the Passover meal. And Jesus understanding the power of the cross and what was to take place, he broke the bread and took the cup. He said, this, this bread is for your physical healing. This cup is my blood for your salvation. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the death till he comes. The power of the cross is proclaimed when we come to take communion. You see, he instituted our Passover feast like he did with the Israelites. For us that have been born again, the communion is our Passover feast. That table, that table with those elements, it talks without ever saying a word. Because when that, when that, that little cup, it says, <clears throat> this is salvation. That little waver says, this is healing. The power of the cross is what our destiny rests upon. Because of the power of the cross, we have all of these things. We have deliverance. We have healing. We need to get a revelation of just how important the cross is. Now, I don't want you to start worshiping the cross. If you wear one around your neck on a necklace, that's all right. But just remember, that's where it, the power comes from because of what happened on the cross and not because, of, because you're worshiping the cross. Hello. There's nothing wrong with having a cross. That's fine. Actually, when I see a cross, I look and I say, hey, that's the power of God. Actually, the top of the face shield has a cross on it, doesn't it? Huh? That is representing power. What kind of power? Saving power, healing power, keeping power, provision power, whatever you need. The goodness of God, the love of God, the righteousness of God. All of this is because of the power of the cross. Say it. I've been touched by the power of the cross. Hallelujah. 
You're not getting as excited as I am about this. I'm excited about the power there is in the cross. I live and I breathe because of the power in the cross. I have all the good things in life because of the power of the cross, not just spiritually, but naturally. Because he said in, there in John 10, 10, I want you to have life and have it more abundantly. And he's just not talking about spiritual life. He's talking about life in both arenas. You know, I say it all the time, the natural and the supernatural working together make the explosive force for God. We are a supernatural being and a natural being living together. And when we bring them together with the power of the cross, you got something going on. Hello? We have neighbors, friends, relatives, community that needs to be touched by the power of the cross. The power of the cross is for everyone. We need to show the power of the cross in our lives by showing them the word of God, not with our mouth, with our life. We need to show them the power of the cross with the love of God. We need to show them the power of the cross with the peace that we live in when there's turmoil all around us. We need to show them the power of the cross when we live in joy, when people say we should be sad. We need to show them the power of the cross by sharing with them the good news that Jesus has died for their salvation and they can be touched by the power of the cross. You know, so many times we come and we take a communion and it just becomes a ritual. It does not need to become a ritual It is a significant thing that we do. He didn't say when we, he said, as often as you do it. We simply have chosen to be the first Sunday of every month. You could take communion every day if you so desire. I've known people that have done that. They have a little communion right there by their, by their bedside. And before they get up every morning, they partake of communion. That's all right. What are they doing? They're saying, I thank you, Lord, for the power of the cross. It's because I live because of the power of the cross. I have what I have because of the power of the cross. That's what they're saying. That's what we're going to say in a few moments when we partake of, of these emblems. You see, the power of the cross is what sets you free. Now, let's go back for a moment. In the garden, when he was praying, before he went to the cross, he said, if there... I'm going to paraphrase it. He was praying. He said, 
Lord, if there, God, Father, if there's any other way, let it be. But then he said, not what I desire. I will become the supreme sacrifice. I will offer myself so that others may live a free life. And he walked to that cross, but he came out of the grave. And there's power because of the cross. You know, as you partake of communion today, I want you to remember when the power of the cross first touched your life. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember where you were when that happened and where you are now and give God the glory because of it. As we, I realize this has been short, but as we prepare to partake of communion today, I want you to remember these things. And let us thank God that we've been touched by the power of God. And let us make a commitment to tell others that they can be touched by the power of the cross.